0: Hello, beautiful. Welcome to Stress Less with me, Jess, season three, where I focus on business owners, entrepreneurs, and managers, and including their employees. If none of these apply to you, please stay tuned, because if you're looking for that realistic, real-life podcast where it just helps you when you're stressed out and just looking for something to help you when you're stressed, this one is for you as well. Welcome to Stress Less with me, Jess. Today, I have a good friend on here, uh, Ashley McNavis, and she is part of the business Affectia Smart Eye Company. Did I say that correctly? You can, if <laughs> I butchered <you tortured laughs> any of that, please correct all of that. I just...
1: It's actually called Affectiva and it's a smart eye company. It's a hard one. It's a hard one. <laughs>
0: Thanks, Ashley. <laughs> no
1: worries. No worries.
0: So I want to give you your introduction. So Ashley was with over 10 years of business-to-business tech marketing experience. Ashley is a tech startup marketing leader with deep expertise in inbound marketing. She is really good at breaking down challenges, coming up with creative solutions, and driving results quickly within budget. Well, that's a good one. Oh, she had six roles to date, been promoted not once, not twice, but three times. <laughs> and has acted as a coach and a mentor to countless interns and students. Most recently, her thoughtful branding and organized approach to execution resulted in ultimate acquisition of tech startup called Affectiva by the Smart Eye firm. She worked as a global director of marketing Affectiva for five years after landing the job while, six, oh my God, six months pregnant. What a mouthful of all of your experience, your knowledge, your um, just showing off how awesome you are. So Ashley, I did the best I could to, you know, (laughs) showcase how amazing you are, but please tell us with your own words how amazing you are.
1: Oh, thank you so much. That was a wonderful introduction. It's great to be here. So um, I have a BFA actually from Tufts University and I have a minor in entrepreneurial leadership. So, uh, as you mentioned, I have uh, B2B tech marketing experience about 10 years now, mostly in the startup space, really love building stuff up from scratch. Um, my current role is I'm largely responsible for our overarching marketing strategy, and then I oversee kind of execution on that strategy, really big on, you know, execution and partner marketing, ecosystem building, you um, uh, and in terms of like career goals, I really am looking to become like a VP of marketing or a VP of strategic partner marketing. Um, and I'm all about you know, building a great team. I love to, to mentor and coach people. I think leaders are only as effective as the, the team that you hire and retain. So I'm all about that. Uh, also, I do guest lecturing at, at Tufts and I, I love doing that. It was uh, my same course that I took when I graduated. So it's kind of cool to come back year after year and realize that the, the numbers are getting larger <laughs> time between I graduated and now I'm coming back like now 11 years later is kind of gross um but yeah so that that's me and I on a personal level I am married and I have two little girls my oldest is five and my youngest is two.
0: Oh my goodness again so much amazingness I love it but I mean, the words that I kept hearing was marketing. When I hear marketing, I think about branding. I think about community. I think about educating, right? And so I think that really goes into what you were saying, like you're a mentor, you're a coach, you go back to your previous class to teach, you know? So I think that really just sums you up. And I think that's so awesome. Um, but I also feel like these are big words that we stress about as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, you know, marketing its what you hear all the time. Market, market, market. This is how you get out there. This is how you promote, you know, let people see who you are for who you are. And, you know, I, there's a couple of things I want to get in with you. You know, I want to talk about like burnout things, but I would love for you to just kind of give what is your go to tip on how do we even market?
1: Yeah, so definitely great question. I would say. Uh, and what this kind of ties into one of the things that I'm most passionate about, which is um, empowering women, especially empowering working moms. Um, oh so when it comes to marketing in that sense, it's all about you know marketing yourself and and how you talk about yourself and your skills, and you know whether it's in a job interview or you're negotiating that raise. You know, it's all about you know being confident and and doing what you can to, to make sure you get you get that money, get paid for what you're worth, and knowing what you're worth. And and there's a whole tirade I could go off on <laughs> interviewing and like all these other things. But yeah, in terms of marketing, yeah, just thinking about you know who you are and what's the story you want to tell. And and your when you're thinking about your personal brand is is definitely something that it's kind of hard to to focus on, like you because you get so lost in like. Your day-to-day job but you're not looking you know long-term like where do I want to be where's the job I want to get to next and I would I would challenge people to kind of stop and, and think about that and who, who they want to be and who they want to be known for um, as they're they're wa- navigating their day-to-day lives.
0: I think you hit on some things too so a lot of my clients are moms and I think you know and you're a mom obviously too and so I think also if you want to be that next promotion, you want to get that next interview, you want to get, you know, be known for something else. I think sometimes, and tell me if this is true, with my clients, my friends, I see this, the mom hat is a pretty big, heavy hat, and it's really hard to um, create your other identity or show off who else you are besides, you know, that great mom, who else you are. Do you agree with that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I would say that I probably have learned more about kind of management and leadership skills being a mom <laughs> that I have in like 10 years in a corporate America job. Like it's crazy. Like the amount of negotiation and skill it takes to get <laughs> two kids under six by yourself in the car, out to school, dressed and ready for, like, it's amazing. Like you never think, and you know, you never think you're capable of it until you're actually doing it. So you're, you just kind of get thrown in there to, to figure it out. So I found a lot of skills you know, as a mom, have really translated, you know, into the, the everyday kind of corporate, you know, life. And it also gives you a lot of perspective too. like, you know, before I had kids, it was all about, you know, work, 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 work. But then you have kids and then you're like, okay, I can kind of put things in perspective. Like this is worthy to be stressed over this, probably not so much. So I, I think I've learned a lot about kind of that regard.
0: It's funny because I, I agree with you. Like I see moms and I see them balancing, you know, when I'm at Target and they have one in the shoulder, one hole in my hand, and they're trying to put things in the cart, you know, just that, uh, first of all, the awareness, you guys really do have eyes in the back of your head, first of all. <laughs> you got it at this point. <laughs> you got it, right? And so,
1: you know, I, I, you know,
0: I always just go, oh my God, like that's a lot of work. And, you know, they're, you know, I, I just appreciate, you know, so much of what moms do in so many different ways. But you're saying what you're saying is I totally say the confidence, the leadership, the um, the time management, you know, the arguing back and forth, like learning how to communicate properly, you know, things like that, that you need in a workplace, right? And so taking that with you and, you know, taking that confidence, like no, I'm right, no, I'm wrong, mm-hmm. you know, to you in that workplace, I think is so important. So you were able to create that awareness going, okay. If I can negotiate with the six-year-old, the two-year-old, get them in the car, have matching shoes, and be able to get there, I'm golden. I can I can take this interview, right? Absolutely. So I think, like you said, take those qualities of, of a mom, because that's what they are, their qualities, because not everybody can do it. You know, men would be able to do it if they could, right? Now, <laughs> you know, so it's, it's, it's a great thing. And so taking those qualities with you, but you also mentioned um, being able to identify different stressors. And I think that's really important, too. Is what do I have time to even stress about now? And I think that really goes a lot with whether you're mom or not mom, but just having that awareness, right? And so, what is really important for me to stress about right now? You know, is this even a priority to even take up my brain, or do I have other things to worry about? You know,
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: And, I, you know, so how do you, I think the other thing before we even get started about the balance, because first of all, balance is not 50 50, and I think that's a big misconception but how do you even describe burnout? How would you say like, well, how does someone know they're in burnout? What would you say?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I do want to preface this saying I am in no way a therapist or you know a no. qualified person. <laughs> this is just my personal experience that I got really interested in this. So I would say- you know, approximately 2020 to 2022 is the time of burnout. I think we're all kind of living it and seeing what it is firsthand. So I think when you define it, it's, it's, you know, emotional, physical, mental, just exhaustion caused by a period of prolonged stress is probably the best way I I could put it. And, you know, there's different types too, especially with, with your work. There's, you know, you feel under challenged at work. So you feel like you're not being used to your full potential. There's overload. So if you're just completely overwhelmed with the amount of work that you have, and then there's, I think it's called neglect where you're just, you, you feel like you're not, you know, it's kind of the imposter syndrome where you're not feeling like you're doing an adequate job at, at your job. So I think those were the categories that I looked at. And I was <laughs> Um, burning out, I think, well before the pandemic, as I think lots of uh, working moms are. Um, yeah, for sure. So, so that's that's kind of how I I I think I define it. And then when you think about, okay, how do we? Because I'm all about solutions, right? So how do we, we we identify it? So you know, you've got those different types. You know, what does it look like? You know, to a day to day level. You know, for me, it was like loss of motivation. You're feeling really defeated or you get the sense of failure and self-doubt and you're you're not as satisfied and you've got like some some negative outlooks going on I was I still am chronically exhausted (laughs) just like anxiety you know insomnia and and you so all that's like kind of starting to pile up so you're like okay I'm burnt out like let's just recognize that this is what it is and then I think the next step is dealing with it right and I think a lot of it is is kind of happening in this next this this we call it the great resignation so everybody in the last year or so is really they're being burnt out and they're leaving their jobs because they're like is this isn't worth it anymore Mm -hmm. right um so i think dealing with it looks like you know having a conversation with your employer you know maybe take some time off and and see reevaluate make maybe it's time to move on you're in a toxic workplace environment and you, you need to leave Um, I also think for those who who are married, talking to your spouse, if you're, if you're a working parent, um, ask them to take on more. You don't feel like, especially moms, you don't, I felt like I had to do everything. And that's just like a recipe for failure, (laughs) like really leaning on like a support system is the only way you can't do everything by yourself. So recognizing that and tapping into your partner and more often than that, they're willing to help and step up and, you know, take a day off to take the kid to the doctor's office. See if you have a budget meeting, you can't miss, you know, so um, stuff like that. And then, you know, self-care, which we always say and always talk about, but, you know, making time for it, get out, move your body, drink more water, <laughs> exercise. Um, and, you know, just do, do things that, you know, bring me joy, whether it's friends or hobbies or reading a book at the end of the day. Um, I, I, I do think making that a priority is, is super important.
0: I think you said so much. And again, like you said, you're not a therapist, but from your experience, you this is what you learn, right? And so the the first thing you said was, you know, it's exhaustion. And like you said, there's different forms of it, 110%, but uh, uh, you had to create awareness for yourself. And that's the first step. And I think that's what I preach. It's the same thing, creating that awareness. And like you said, you're a solution person, but even if you're not, it's, I'm not happy in this spot. So now what? And so finding those now what's, and so, like you said, you know, a, a lot of people are experiencing more now, but it's not a new thing. Burnout is not a new thing. Stress is not a new thing. we just might see it more because we, you know, Zoom fatigue and you're hearing all these other buzzwords, right? And so, you know, what do we do about it? And I think you touched on a couple of things that I would like to question, you, ask you about, is you had said, like, If I don't feel, if I'm feeling overwhelmed at work or I don't feel I'm being pushed my full potential at work, what are some things I can go to my manager about or what's some action steps I could take to, you know, hey, I'm feeling overwhelmed or hey, you know, I know I can do this job or hey, I know I can take on that new project. What is something I could do?
1: Yeah, definitely. So I'm all about, you know, communication and I I try to have regular meetings with my manager. So if you are in a, a situation like this, I'm hoping that you're you're communicating with your manager. We, we try to meet once a week to kind of talk about stuff like this. And I've, you know, every day is different, especially in a startup. So I have been from the, oh my gosh, I'm overwhelmed. And then I, I talk to my boss about it. And I'm like, this is everything on my plate. And then what should I focus on? Like what, if I could do five things this week, which five things do you want? So then it's working together with them on a, like a prioritization, right? And then the other end, if you're feeling like you're not, if you don't have a lot really going on, that's where that's kind of exciting in that you're like, okay, what would make me happy? What is something that I would enjoy doing? What's a project that I'm really excited about that I haven't had time in the past that I could find really cool to do. Uh, For example, this was a couple of years ago now, but I actually started a a podcast at my company. How cool. Back in, I think it was like 2019 was when we launched it, and it was just because I I love podcasts, I love listening to them. I was like, I kind of want to try this, and my boss was like, Go for it! So I was like, Yay! And it's still a it's still a little like pet project today, and we've grown it and promoted it, and we've got great. And I love talking to people, so I, it was like my jam of the things that I enjoy doing. It like I got to prep, I got to meet cool people, I asked them all these questions, so like finding passion projects like that I think is is a definite it kind of falls in the self-care it falls in like the sense of accomplishment like there's so many different boxes that it checks so um wherever you are on the spectrum of you know frustration with your job or burnout I think these two kind of areas are good ways to try to dig out of it
0: I like that because you you you're repeating a lot and I think it's so important it shows how how much you think it's important you keep talking about um communication, but what I hear too is teamwork, right? So for me to work together, for us to um, get these projects done, I have to communicate and must to become a team. So whether it's having that awkward conversation of, hey, I'm feeling overwhelmed or, hey, I'm not being pushed enough, it still may be awkward in some kind of way, but it's still having that conversation, but you had to build up that relationship. So for you to build up that relationship, you have maybe weekly, bi-weekly um, check-ins and just saying, hey, here's 15 minutes, whatever the case may be, and just saying this is where I'm at, do you need me to be somewhere else? I'm feeling this way, because life happens every day, right? Whether you didn't get enough sleep, maybe the kids are uh, sick, maybe something's going on between the husband or whatever the case may be. And so like, there's, you have to check in, you have to be checking in with yourself and, you know, with your team. So I think that's so important. But you also really mentioned that self-care is not the spa. It's not, now they're great. Go to the spa, get a massage. I 100% support it, go, go, go. But that's not all it is it's literally doing something that brings you joy and that's what you said and for you that self-care is the podcast and you know obviously you probably have other ones but just as you were saying and i know you can't see on here but i can tell you i just watched her have the biggest smile as she described this podcast you know it was such like is there the, it could see the joy through you and it was so cool to say oh that's something that really brings your joy you know, you said from the editing to talking to people. And, you know, it's one of my favorite things. You get to hear other people's stories. We all have this story of where we came from and why we are, where we're at today and what we're doing about it. Like you said, that solution. So it's so cool, you know, that you even mentioned that it's not just the spa. It's not just getting your nails done. It's not just um, that kind of care, which again is great. And I'm not discounting it but there's so many ways to show up for yourself on a daily basis that it could be, Hey, no, I didn't shower today, but Oh my God, I got to work on the podcast during lunch and it was so much fun, you know? And so whatever that, that spark of joy is for you is really important.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And you also hit on another thing I wanted to say. So for, for for many women also, and again, I don't know why this got ingrained into our, our our psyche, but the feeling of that we have to be perfect, that we have to have everything together, like t- the idea of talking to your manager and saying I'm overwhelmed, I need help, is just such a thing that we are groomed never to do, and it's just so unhealthy. Like the it's it's emotional. Like, yeah, and you're just, talk about shutting yourself off, feeling so alone, like you just keep spiraling into a state of overwhelm, and then you quit your job because you can't take it anymore, but also your boss can't read your mind, so if you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling bored, you know, they're there to de- manage you and give you more work or, you know, help you prioritize, so I would encourage people just to kind of shift that, mental if you have that mentality try to shift it and be a little more open into, to having these kind of conversations, even though they're not the easiest ones.
0: And that's what, and definitely right. They're not the easiest ones. And I'm not, you know, whether your mentality is there or not, they still kind of go, okay, let me get my words together, you know, things like that. But it's important because this is the thing too. say, you do quit your job because, you know, you're feeling overwhelmed or not appreciative, whatever the case may be. When you go to the next job, you still could have those problems. You could still have right. that communication. You could still have that kind of manager. And it's not, you know, then after a while, I kind of go check into yourself going, okay, what can I do, right? So for me, I always say accountability. Change starts with you. So taking that accountability, right? And so, no, I you can't change other people's think, feelings, thoughts, or whatever, but I can at least bring that awareness. I can at least start taking action in some kind of way. So yes, it's icky. It feels weird. Hey, I'm feeling overwhelmed because then you start... Doing what I call the hamster wheel of, well, they're not gonna think I'm good enough and I'm not gonna, you know, you just like you feel like boom, boom, right? And you you start to create these scenarios in a head. But really, when you start to think when those scenarios start to happen, it's more of thinking about the action steps or the solutions that I can take when this happens, right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, and to your point, I mean, you you could leave your job and have the exact same situation. So it also, I mean, not to say that you have to stay in your job forever, but If you have these types of conversations and you kind of feel like you get it off your chest and you you can leave with a clear conscience. So, like when you do get that new job and you put your notice in to be like, well, we did talk about a couple months ago how I was frustrated with XYZ and nothing really happened. And, you know, I got this great opportunity and I, no hard feelings, not personal, but, you know, I'm really excited to. So, I always like to think of it that way too.
0: I like that because it kind of shows. Sometimes you don't feel as guilty if it, like a relationship ends or the job ends because you know what I did what the healthy ways to handle it. I spoke up, we didn't argue. It still didn't resolve, it. I'm still not happy after this communication. After we try to take these action steps, and that's okay, right? And so you know, trying to convince yourself, not convince yourself, but telling yourself I did what you know I could do in that moment. So and then taking that to the next you know job and stuff like that. But, you know, it really goes back to, for me, what I say is setting those boundaries, setting those standards, but it all goes back to that communication with it, right? That work-life balance again from the beginning, you know, what is stressful? What's not stressful? What's my priority to focus on, you know? And then again, having that awareness and then having that communication and action step with it, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Um again, not easy, not easy. <laughs> okay. But it, it's able to be done, you know, whether you're a woman or not a woman, these are these are important conversations to have, whether um at the job place or at home. So I think they're really important because you did mention a couple, of, you know, husband help and support too, you know. So I do want to highlight that, you know, ask for help, be there, support each other, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I also want um, so one people they're listening to you, Ashley, and they're saying, oh my God, Ashley's amazing. I want to connect with her. I want to hear more of Ashley. What do we have to do?
1: (laughs) Well, definitely reach out to me, connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, So Ashley McManus, M-C-M-A-N-U-S. And Osgood's actually my, middle, uh, my maiden name, so that might pop up too. Um, I do have a, uh, a website uh, where I have like personal stuff, like blog and where my, all my podcasts are, or speaking ops when the world gets back to normal one day. Um, I also have, I'm trying to build a couple of like resources for like working moms too up there or just working women in general. Like I got, a, I have an interview guide up there. So when you're looking for your next job, it's a really helpful little thing to have um so that's that it's just ashleyemcmanis.com so definitely check that out and hopefully that's of help
0: oh i love it and i'll repost all that in the podcast notes or wherever you found this um episode at everything's repeated for you so you definitely have accessibility to that but before we get off i was on a recent podcast and they did this thing called a lightning round and i just think it's so fun it's super cheesy but i think it's great um so just ask you a couple quick questions don't overthink them. They're just good things to know. So first question, you ready? Yes, let's do it. What is your favorite book?
1: This is so hard because I read so many. Okay. So, um, I think I would have to go with some sort of, like, I get really into memoirs and like kind of books like that. So I would say Shel Sandberg's Lean In. I know it's controversial now, but at the time it really changed my life. Um, also Michelle Obama's Becoming. Love that book. After I ended that book, I was like saying goodbye to an old friend. I was like, oh no, now it's over. <laughs> so <I was> like, <laughs> that's oh, the worst I about know, books. Yeah. I know, I know. And then there's, you know, Brené Brown, Melinda Gates okay. wrote a really great book. So like, I have too many, I have too many books. So then that, that's not even the novels that I love. <laughs> so. Oh, too many, I have a book problem.
0: <laughs> Girl, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not far behind you, yes. You're saying, I'm like, check, read, read, yep, got it, yeah. <laughs> Um, and now with audible, oh my God, there's oh, certain I just want, I just need to listen to. So then I have that going and we have the one on your nightstand go. Yeah, it's good. Uh, do you like, have Libby, by the way? No, oh, I've heard of it, but I don't use okay. it.
1: So for people who are listening, also changed my life. This Libby, it's an app that you can, it, it connects to your library card for your local library. And they have books on audio that you can rent. So you're like not paying for audiobooks, and you can just listen and it just, I read like five books in a week and it was crazy so if you're into podcasting you might want to check this
0: out and that's when your mind goes
1: I know know. (laughs) why I have the book problem (laughs) it's enabling
0: (laughs) (laughs) and then my next question would be last meal If they said hey this is going to be your last meal forever what would it be
1: Yes, so I am based in Boston, Massachusetts, so I'm going to go seafood all day. So we got Mm -hmm. the raw oysters on half shell um, and do a a big old lobster, I would have to say, just like warm butter, deliciousness, and then probably some sort of uh, martini for dessert, like pumpkin, (laughs) pumpkin, my favorite. So we'd go there.
0: Oh, that's great. That's being my day. I think we just became best friends. It's crazy. Up there by you guys, the lobster is unreal. It's so good. Yeah. And I'm not even that far. I'm Philadelphia and our lobster does not compare it up to you guys. So, oh yeah. oh <laughs> That's so good. All right. Last question. What would your superpower be?
1: Oh, superpower. Oh, this is hard I Want all of them. Uh, I'll probably go with my OG one back when I was a kid all I wanted to do was to be able to fly so um, I think that's pretty solid because that that's like a travel component too I can go wherever I want so let's let's go with that one
0: as soon as you said OG I was like she's gonna say fly <laughs> <laughs> I think so many of us can relate to saying yeah that's what I wanted to do <laughs>
1: well everyone has the flying dreams too and you wake up and you're like god that was so great why can't I do it so I'm going to go with that
0: one. Oh my God, this is great. Ashley, I'm so excited that you made time to come on here. I'm just, I'm just so excited for our episode to launch and for everyone to hear you know, all your amazingness, all your you know, things that you accomplished, but also be able to reach out to you for what you do. I really appreciate what you do.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. This was great.
0: Hello, and thank you to listening to Stress Less with me, Jess. Please subscribe so you can get upcoming episodes every other Tuesday or leave a review. I would love to hear your thoughts and feelings about today's episode or any other episode you have listened to. If you need more resources or wondering how I can help you with my individual coaching or my workshops, please visit me at journeytoyourself.net. Have a fabulous day.